Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90-Day Money Challenge. It's day 66 of my 90-Day Money Challenge, where I'm questioning everything I think I know about money, work, success, abundance, and today's belief is there's something missing from my life. It's one of those core root beliefs that is often underneath so many other ones. And this came up this morning, actually the opposite of it came up this morning. I went out into the perfect morning where I walked outside and I saw the the fog turning into pink clouds dissolving into the blue sky and just felt overwhelmed with joy. And then as if it couldn't get any better, suddenly a sprinkle of birds flew uh, punctuating the sky. And as if it couldn't get any better, I turned to my right and I saw the beautiful sliver moon. And I had just these waves of overwhelming peace and serenity. And in that moment, I wondered, is there anything missing? And it was, the, the feeling was there's nothing missing. And then I felt excited to question whether this is just because it's a nice morning or because this is what it's really like is to see the world this way where everywhere I look, it gets better and better. So let's take a look at there's something missing from my life and see if we can find out whether it's true. So first question of the work, there's something missing from my life, is it true? And as I sat in meditation, just being, just observing, is there anything missing? I was looking out a window, looking at the trees and the sky. Is there anything missing from my life right now? And there's nothing that I could be doing or having that I would want any differently. So my answer was no. There's nothing missing from my life. Now let's see what happens when I believe that there is something missing. And one specific detail that I noticed, so I'm looking out of these big glass doors, and one thing that I notice uh, when I believe there's something missing from my life is I see the trim on the doors is not the color that I would have painted it, right? So there's this specific detail that is, oh, there's something missing, which is the way that I would have uh, painted this door frame. So when I go into that belief, it immediately hits in a little bit of stress. And I feel all of a sudden like, oh, now I have another task. And now I've got some pressure. My body starts to tense. My breath shortens. My focus narrows, literally. My, my eyebrows start to scrunch. I feel a pressure in my skull, like kind of coming in through the sides of my head. This pressure in that like, okay, I need to focus. And 
now everything gets deadly serious and unshakable and this feeling like, yep, I don't like the trim on this door. This is real. This is somatically true and heavy and real. And there's there's nothing I can do about it. I, I can't change my mind. I can't just be happy because now I've noticed that there's something that I want to change, this thing, there's something missing from this picture. And when I look at the past, I just see so many things that I've bought or that I've done because I believe that there's something missing in the situation. Because I see it as incomplete. And then in those, in those times, like for example, I got a new shower curtain. In those times, I was living in the future because every time I would go in and take a shower, I was like, trying to visually avoid the ugly shower curtain that was there. And it caused this uh, cycle of living in some amount of stress, living in incompletion. That's how I saw the world is that it's, it's incomplete until I get this new shower curtain. And that's just a tiny example that just happens all over the place. Um, I see the people around me. If if they're too loud because I'm wanting to focus on meditation or something like that, then I feel angry and I feel like what's missing is the peace and quiet. And then if they're too quiet or too awkward, then I feel like annoyed that I'm missing out on the jovial enthusiasm of connection. And so I can just see that there, with people, with objects, even if I look at money, I can see so many times uh, that I felt like, oh, money is missing. And that has led me to feel terrified and like I'm doomed to poverty. All of these things are creating this picture of incompletion where there's, there's always something missing from my life. And then there's always a new task that I can add on my list to try to complete the thing that's missing. It's like I, I see something is missing, or I see something, my thought is it's missing, and then instead of dealing with the thought, I try to deal with the thing. In the future, what I see is that I'll never be able to relax because this task list just keeps on growing longer and longer and longer. And not only that does the task list keep growing, but the obstacles in the way of accomplishing the tasks also keep growing, right? Sometimes those obstacles are people. Sometimes those obstacles are my own brainstorming. Sometimes it's that I don't think I have enough time to get all these things done. And my conclusion, when I start believing that there's something missing, that there's anything missing, the way that I live is life is stress. Life is misery. Life is darkness. It's just the way it is. And I become obsessed with the things, the finishing the tasks, with the conflicts with other people, with, um, with the pursuit of money, with the, the thing rather than the experience that I had from a thought. And how do I treat myself? Well, I'm not enough because if I was enough, if I was strong enough, I'd be able to get it all done. If I was wealthy enough, I would have it all. 
If I was funny enough, I would never have an awkward situation. If I was, uh, if I had more time, then I would be able to get everything done. I'm not enough. I don't have enough. And what about other people? How do I treat other people when I believe there's something missing from my life? Well, other people seem like they're constantly causing problems or they're the thing that I want and they've abandoned me or they're causing me hurt by not being there. So either they're there causing me problems or they're missing and causing me problems. And then how do I treat objects or non-tangible, non-life form things? Well, I I believe that they're going to give me happiness, right? Like I just got an email from Apple saying that they came out with some new over-ear headphones that look amazing. And I had this moment of enthusiasm and just like, oh, I really want those headphones because they look so cool. And then the, the image in my mind is me so happy with the headphones, grooving out to some amazing music or watching a movie and being immersed in the 3D sound. And I believe that this thing, this holy grail, will actually make me happy, will, that it will, it will fulfill me, it will satisfy me, it will make me complete. And until I have it, I am incomplete. And so I now need it, which is really strange because just before I got the email, I didn't even know it existed and I didn't have it. And I was just as complete as I was as soon as I saw it. Like nothing had literally changed in my situation between seeing an email and not seeing an email. So we can see that it's actually the belief level that's the only thing that's different here. There's not actually something different that I need. So let's turn this around and start with question number four, which is, who would I be without the belief there's something missing from my life? And looking at all the, all the things, um, all the, the beautiful things that I want, whether it's the headphones or whether it's a connection with friends or whether it's more money or whether it's more time, what I see when I, when I look at these headphones is an explosion of joy where I think, wow, what a beautiful thing. It looks so amazing. And, and I just appreciate the artistry and the work that seems to have gone into this thing. Or whether I look at a piece of art, I can feel that explosion of joy. That's different, a different experience from I need that thing. Uh, when I think about friends, I think even if they're not available to spend time with me. What an explosion of joy that I thought of this person and that they bring me already that joy that then I want more of. So I'm in the experience of the joy of of just thinking of the thing, just imagining it, having that color pop into my world. And what about my task list, right? When I'm free of the thought there's something missing, and I look at my task list, what I see is it's a wonderful place to put all the things that I don't want to do now. And then I can go look at that list whenever there's something that I want to do, whenever there's something that I want to focus on, because I know that all the stuff is there. It's actually just such a wonderful, supportive system. 
it's almost like a, a really, really helpful um, assistant. And if I go into my body and my present experience, free of the belief there's something missing from my life, there's anything missing, I'm totally content. Like right now, there's absolutely nothing missing. Here I am, speaking one word after another. And I'm aware that it's not even me speaking. It's coming from somewhere. And here it is. And I feel totally complete, totally relaxed, at peace. There's no pressure. There's no rush. There's nothing missing. And even further, each detail of my world is like a portal that I can go deeper into. If there are some sounds around me, I can really listen to them and go zooming into them. If there's something that I'm seeing, I can zoom in. You know, maybe it's the trees outside. Maybe it's a an image, maybe it's a person. I can really look and start to get further into this world. I mean, that's that's what our world is. It's it's just a, a complete surrounding of possibilities that we can dive further into if we would like. And we are sort of navigating this path and we can notice what we feel drawn to go further into and then we can go and it's this endless journey of exploring. So let's do the turnarounds here. There's something missing from my life turns around into there's nothing missing from my life. And like I said, right now, in my experience, and I want you to test this out for yourself, I feel complete, whole. There's nothing really missing in this moment of time and in this moment and in this moment. And what about for you? Is there anything missing right now? And there's nothing missing from my life. Another example here is that because there are so many things I can do, because I'm just surrounded by possible directions to go, activities to do, you know, I could go listen to music, I could go uh, work out, I could, I have so much stuff that I can inter in interact with. Um, I have, you know, a phone, I have speakers, I have a bed, I have chairs, I could sit, I could stand, I could walk, I could lie down. I could talk to somebody. I could I can call people up. There there's just so many things that I could do. I could go out into nature and explore and I could commune with the trees and the animals. There's so much that I could do. It's a, it's an overflowing amount. And I don't have to do any of it. It's the perfect situation where there's infinite things to do, endless things to do, and there's absolutely nothing that I have to do. There's nothing missing from my life. Another example of this is that in any moment, I can stop and relax. There's nobody outside of me telling me I can't stop and relax. There's only me that's pushing myself or tuning in to what I need. And sometimes that's stopping and relaxing. Sometimes that's getting up and going. And in those moments, I can uh, observe what I need to do and then do it. 
and it's a it doesn't have a gripping need. It's just a following of what's next. What's next? What's next? Another turnaround of there's something missing from my life. There's something missing from my thinking. So this is an interesting one. The first example I have here of how it's true that there's something missing from my thinking is that when I see the world in this incompletion, that there's something missing from my life, what I'm missing is the freedom of being without that thought, of living in completion with things as they are. However seemingly incomplete they are, there's actually an experience possible of freedom and of completion. And that's missing whenever I believe that there's something missing from my life. So another example of how there's actually something missing from my thinking is that when new things emerge, whether it's a new task or a person comes in and wants to speak to me or uh, some new sound comes into my awareness or some new thing or I have a, a, a meeting I have to go to or something like that, I, when I believe there's something missing, I'm constantly living in this world of threat where every new thing is a stressor, right? And that dates back to the beginning of humanity and survival, to every new thing is a potential stressor. And then it has to be explored in order for us to then relax. And that makes sense from a survival standpoint. And when I actually look at my life, it's more true that there's something missing from my thinking there than there's something actually missing in reality. Because I'm not accurately seeing the new things as they emerge. My first thought is, oh, is this thing going to stress me? Is this thing going to, uh, to irritate me? Is this good? Is this bad? It's, it's like a, the, the first impulse is to check it out and to take a, a moment of danger assessment. And that's not accurate to the world that I actually live in, the world that literally surrounds me moment to moment to moment. So one more example here that is showing how it's just as true that there's something missing from my life, uh, just as true as there's something, or sorry, there's something missing from my thinking is just as true or more that there's something missing from my life is that what's missing from my thinking is the space to see and understand my thinking itself. That's what I embarked on this journey for is to actually look at my thinking and to create the space to see what's happening. What is this mind? How does it work? What's the sequence of events that happens that leads from one thing to the next in my mind? How do I get from seeing something that sparks a thought that takes me into stress what is that whole process like? And understanding it has created this immense amount of space and this sight that my thinking is basically never true. It's never the only way. It's never the definitive truth. And that space is, the, is a beautiful perspective to live from. It's a beautiful freedom. In, in fact, it's a freedom from perspective because it's 
It's just the space around the thoughts. It's just the observation. And that's been missing from my thinking. So now I, what I want to do is end with going back into some of these, uh, the way that I treat myself, but I want to turn it around here. So I'm turning around. I'm not strong enough to get it all done. To, I am strong enough to get it all done. And then how is that true? Well, everything is done right now. Like all that I'm doing is speaking and there's nothing undone here. So I am strong enough to get it all done because there's no need to be any stronger or any different. Um, I, let's see, what was the other one? I'm not wealthy enough to have it all. Well, in this moment, right now, I can try to scramble really quickly, but even if I do, there's still nothing more that I can have than what I can physically have. I am wealthy enough to have it all. I have everything, every possible thing that is in reality possible right now. I have it all. There's no need for any more wealth because I'm, I'm wealthy enough. Another one. I'm not funny enough to make all situations fun, enjoyable. Well, this situation right now as I'm speaking to you is as enjoyable as it's ever going to be. There's nothing I can change as I'm saying something. I can't change anything that's happening. So I, I am funny enough right now in this moment. And there's nothing I have to do. I don't have to tell jokes. There's nothing I have to go outside and there's no trying that is necessary, right? Brings us back to Yoda. There is no try, only do. Little guy was right. And there's not enough time. Well, I don't actually experience time when I'm present. So there's not enough time. Well, there is enough time because there's no time. The time isn't. There is just this. Okay, I'm going to leave you with some of those metaphysical turnarounds, and I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.